This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all A Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Hold on, check me, bro And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer And I'm Barry Rosenfeld Happy, happy first Monday of spring Oh my gosh. Yeah, it is spring. I forgot about that. That's fun. That's exciting. Um, the weather in, in New York was like beautiful this weekend. I actually went outside, which is like fun and different for me. <laughs> well, <laughs> how was it? You know, it was great. Actually, though, I was like stressed yesterday because I went to I went to brunch with a couple friends um, who are vaccinated. Very exciting developments these days that people are actually vaccinated now and brunch like took longer than I thought it was going to. So then I was stressed out because I got home and I was like, I only have like a couple hours before I have to watch Real Housewives of Atlanta. Like I'm not used to being not at home. I know exactly what you're talking about where like on any day in the weekend, specifically Sunday where you're like, Oh my God, it's only noon. That's amazing. I have the whole day. And then all of a sudden you blink and it's three 34 and you're like, my weekend's over. It's done. I, yeah. <laughs> the problem with the, with quarantine stuff in the last year is that when I have like a full day at home, rather mm-hmm. I don't feel right now, I don't feel like that's extra time. I feel like that's like my time. So when I have plans, I'm like, okay, but like that's eating into like the time that I should be able to just lie in bed. So I need to like, I need to train myself back to being like used to doing things because it's not going to be pretty when everyone's vaccinated. And I'm like, oh my God, no, I can't have plans two days in a row. Okay. So you're, we're in two different mindsets right now. I know what you're saying. Totally. You're like, cause we're spoiled, like in the (laughs) fact. Yeah, spoiled is a bad word, obviously, because like this isn't a good thing that's happening, but like spoiled in the sense that like, yeah, we've been home and can lay in bed. Okay, whatever. Put that aside. I'm like, I cannot envision myself in an office for eight hours ever. Oh, same. (laughs) I don't know. Oh, same. We we are gonna. I feel like we have to ease into it. Yeah, I think we will. I think we We, will. We we're very fortunate. We have. I feel like we work for a company that's like. more chill about things like that we'll see who knows um let's without i'm gonna come in for the first day an hour the next day two hours the next day three hours and ease into it that way for barry's on barry's on a block schedule so we only get her from 12 to 2 um (laughs) let's let's talk about something bravo related because i guess that's why we're here Mm -hmm. we're going to talk about real housewives of atlanta and married to medicine today before we do I just want to mention that we are launching a mention it all newsletter that I'm going to be writing. It's launching next week, very soon. It's coming once a week to your inbox. So if you want to subscribe to that to get more recaps, funny, Bravo tea content, whatever, go to betches.co slash Bravo newsletter, all lowercase. And it's super easy to sign up. Um, 
I was other, like really oh, trying to figure out what word you I was like just laughing. I, still don't so I was know. like, what word? Like I'll redirect, never redesign, reflourish. I, I don't think, know. I think what I was looking for is like I I said it on Friday. And so mm-hmm. I'm like re-bringing it up. Oh. But like I can't, I still can't think of the word. Rebring it up. But yeah, it's it's a it's a special anniversary this week for us, for you, for everyone in the Bravo family. For, because for mankind. We wouldn't be here without it. It's the 15th anniversary of Real Housewives. And I just want to thank Andy Cohen. I want to thank you, Dylan. I want to thank the OGs of the OC for bringing us all together. (laughs) I want to thank Lori Peterson. I want to thank Gina Keogh. Honestly, I, <laughs> I my favorite meme so far was the one where it's where it started, where it's going, and it was where it started, Real Houses of OC, and then where it's yeah, where it's like going. All, the logos. all of them. And I was it's, like, my God. It's pretty wild. There were some more gas some and Vicky's. Great type. posts. Andy's caption yesterday made me like a little emotional. Um, but yeah, it's, it's so exciting. It's been 15 years since OC premiered. Uh, we've come a long way, obviously. Um, and you know. Let's get into the next 15 with this Real Housewives of Atlanta episode. Cheers to the next 15. Cheers to the next 15. (laughs) Splash refreshers are the delicious zero-calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three-beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin in orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Marlo is opening a, a, a store, a, <laughs> a showroom. A boot, a boot, yeah, a showroom, a boutique. But it's only for her clothes to be rented <laughs> to people, which is a very, maybe is, I don't know. Is this a thing? Like I, it seems like a strange concept to me, but at the same time, I'm like, yeah, it's kind of like rent the runway, but like Marlo specific. And, and honestly, Kim Kardashian does it like where she it's not renting. She sells her pieces because you have to think about how much inventory these celebrities own. Whether it's gifted, True. whether they buy it, whether it's from their archives, whatever. But so I guess it's a way for people for her to like find use out of the clothes that she has. Listen, we all are getting to that point in our lives where we wear one outfit, put on Instagram, and then never touch it again. I did. Yeah. I liked what Kenya said about how like there are these dresses that cost like four thousand dollars. And even if you're even if you are a very wealthy person, you're not necessarily in the mood to buy a $4,000 dress that you're only going to wear to one party. So this is like a way to have something kind of special and whatever and not have to pay the price tag for it, Yeah, which I get. It's just like, I don't know, the thought of me like renting my clothes to strangers is a little weird, but good good for Marlo. I hope, I hope it is 
an incredible success. Honestly, <laughs> Lay I, archive. Appreciate, I appreciate the hustle. I love when people come up with new ways to do stuff as opposed to just like coming out with another brand or something or, you know, but hats off again to these women, because if they weren't doing what they're doing, we wouldn't have anything to talk about. So keep the products coming. <laughs> Marlo has a prior commitment during the main event Fallon's <sighs> Halloween party this week, but she does get in her little bit of messiness at the beginning of the episode by telling Kenya that Latoya spilled the beans about her divorce and alimony situation at the niece night. And so this we have seen in the last few weeks, Latoya kind of trying to play both sides, seeming a little bit, you know, unclear about where she stands with Kenya and then, you know, kind of trying to cozy up to some of the other women. And when Kenya hears that Latoya has been spreading her dirt, she is very, um, very annoyed and angry mm-hmm. at Latoya. And I, I think it's interesting because this is really showing the cracks of how quickly Kenya and Latoya's like buddy, buddy friendship actually is breaking apart that they weren't ever really, they had, I think they had a very fun, almost like obsession with each other, mm-hmm. but I don't think Kenya ever really cared that deeply for Latoya. And all of a sudden it's like, I don't fuck with her anymore. Well, even fast forwarding just for a second, even at the Halloween party, which we'll get to, Portia even said, of course, Kenya was going to be mad about that. And Portia and Kenya aren't even friends, but everyone in their mm-hmm. in their right mind knew that you don't bring something like that up. But t- LaToya was like, what can I do? She was just, LaToya is just trying to find her way. And she's literally just trying to do whatever she can and test out the waters of what will get her in trouble and what won't. Um, She went a little too far this episode in general, but yeah, I mean. The thing with LaToya for me is that I think it's kind of being exposed in this episode from her conversation with Kenya and then with Portia that nobody, I don't think anyone in the cast really wants to claim her kind of like (laughs) she and Kenya, like Kenya obviously kind of latched onto her at the beginning, but now she feels like LaToya has really, you know, betrayed her trust and then you have Portia who's like I mean I was down to like have fun with you and whatever but like I don't want to to be honest like I don't want to you know make things worse with Kenya and what you did to her was uncool I actually thought it was um you know a really adult move of Portia to be like yeah like I don't fuck with Kenya but that's still not cool that you did that yeah Portia was trying to explain really well and easily that their her and Kenya's fight has nothing to do with Latoya and Latoya right. was trying to dig for gold there which Portia handled that so well she was like I'm not like involved you don't need to know what the root is like you don't know you don't you're not involved in this how many more times yes. do I need to say that I she, totally Latoya's like I it- just need to know the root like what's the problem but that's that's the thing is like Portia and Kenya have these like deep rooted issues, but they're at the point where I think like they're not trying to like ruin each other's lives yeah. really. I mean, Kenya is like spreading all this bolo stuff, but whatever. But like Portia's not interested in using Latoya as like a pawn to get at Kenya. Like that's not what she's trying to do. So she just feels like Latoya's you know, has these like thirsty, like ulterior motives for trying to kind of get herself into the situation. And it's like playing both sides only works when both sides actually are like interested in having you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I, I mean, I hate to sound like 
oh, like Latoya is like this pariah, but she hasn't really endeared herself to anyone at this point. Like, why would you want her on your side if she if if she spilled Kenya's business that quickly? Portia doesn't see that and be like, okay, now let me tell her all my business. Exactly, because you don't know what she's going to do to you either. But um, we'll get more into Latoya later on in the episode because um, there, yeah, there's a lot to unpack there. But we had a really beautiful moment with Drew and her older son, Josiah. And we need to talk about that because there are some things like, like this that are private more private and have nothing to do with the show you know but that Mm -hmm. they're comfortable enough talking about it because to be honest this situation probably helped a lot of other people going through with what they're going through so drew's oldest son josiah has a different father ralph's not his biological father he was in jail when drew and ralph got married i believe she said so he's been reaching out because he wants to talk more and and meet up with Josiah and Drew had a sit down with her nine-year-old son and he was very open in saying no I thought I thought this conversation was really nice and I thought they did a good job of treating Josiah like an equal in this conversation Mm -hmm. like obviously he's a kid but they were really listening to what he had to say and sort of um you know, like framing it in a way where they were really trying to make him understand the situation and kind of be able to give his input. And I, I obviously I think Drew and Ralph are in a really tough position because this isn't something that they have control over. You know, Drew's not saying like, I want your biological father. Your I love that they use the term old daddy. I think that's funny. Um, You know, it's, she is in a tough spot because, you know, he is his father. And if he wants to be in his life, that's something she has to Mm -hmm. kind of handle. But I like that Ralph, we've obviously seen Ralph have some, some issues earlier in the season, but in this case, I felt like he um, did a really great job of talking to Josiah and kind of comforting him and saying, you know, like, I'm not going anywhere, but like, Mm -hmm. this is kind of the situation. Yeah, it, Ralph had a rough start to the season. I know we were, we're both like, ugh, but he has he's grown on me a little bit. But I have to say, Josiah is a kid. He's a very mature kid, I might add. Like, oh, my yes. God, uh, that nine-year-old talking the way he did, I was, like, impressed. But, yeah, it's it's hard because they did put the ball in his court, like, for him to decide, which it, it should be. You know, he should have the decision. Drew said he has met his father before, but he was younger. He doesn't remember. He doesn't didn't right. really understand. But I'm not sure if we'll see more of this this season. Um, I'm curious. I would like to see Drew and Candy have a conversation about this because we've seen, um, mm-hmm. you know, Riley kind of having a lot of mixed feelings about her dad coming into her life. Um, in the last few seasons. And so I think they might kind of have an interesting perspective to share on that situation. Um, but yeah, I, and we're seeing the trip to New Orleans soon. And this kind of tied in with Drew, you know, being interested in the biological side of her mom's family, which was like a whole other can of worms. And I'm I'm curious to see how that plays out on the trip, because obviously that's like a really complicated situation. Right, right. Um, Drew's so like 
calm about these things too. Like she's like, what? Like I had no, I had no idea. Like she's so like, <laughs> oh my god, tell me more. She's fun. I love Drew. Drew, yeah, Drew's energy has really, um, you know, picked up for me. I'm totally, you know, on Team Drew at this point. I enjoy her a lot yeah. on the show. Yes, she she had a breakthrough moment. When when Dylan, I believe you were you manifested that because you were like, I want to see Drew. I want to see they're not giving her what we need. We I, need more well, Drew. We had her, so we had her on the show. Obviously, mm-hmm. if you haven't listened, go back. It's a fun interview. But you know that was kind of right before that had happened, and yes. I was like, I can feel it coming. Like, and she was <laughs> like, just wait, just wait. Um, okay, let's talk about this Halloween party at Fallon's house. Um, this Halloween what? <laughs> um, maybe like a Halloween meeting get together (laughs) okay so she has this like haunted house area inside her house that looks cool it's like very decked out but then once they actually get inside to the like party area it's literally just the kitchen table she has like Mm -hmm. some food and drinks set up on the counter and then the entire time except for when they go outside to have these little side conversations they're literally just sitting around the table talking Okay, so here's the thing. Any any time you go to someone's house that's hosting a party, you're not going to have like um, tables set up and different activities going like, yes, a party is just going mingling, whatever. But I think what shocked the girls most is that they were the only ones there. Like they walked in and there was no one there. Like it was just the cast. So that was number one. And number two, like there was no like bar, there was like four little plates of food. So it wasn't, it really wasn't like a, right. It was like a fire festival. (laughs) Yeah, no, I totally, I, I understand that the expectations during COVID are different than before. So like, if you were expecting this big pop in Halloween, you know, extravaganza, no, that wasn't yeah. going to happen. There weren't going to be like a million people there. But we've had, I mean, we've been watching pandemic Bravo seasons for a minute now. And this party just felt absolutely dead. I don't yeah. know what, I don't know what no the like. No pun intended. <laughs> deader, deader than Latoya's mermaid costume. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what like key element was missing, but it just felt like there was nothing going on. And she was at, you know, Latoya was like, "Is there no butler? Like, is there no waiter?" And oh. that comment, like that comment, was bad. Like the way it came across was really like off-putting. But at the same time, I was like, "Yeah, like it wouldn't be weird for there to be like some kind of catering bartender situation." There was literally just like a plate of cheese cubes. Okay, it wouldn't be weird at all. Of course, like I was gonna say, but I held back before there was no bartender. Like whatever, but. It was the way LaToya went about saying it and how many times she said it. And she didn't mean it the way you and I are meaning it right now. Like she was like, because this isn't the first time we've seen LaToya um, insult Fallon and her husband (laughs) and and, you know, how she got her home and whatever. So LaToya was being dead serious. She was like, I'm not getting I'm not getting up. Like, where's the help? And I was like, oh, my God there isn't any help. Like, what do you mean? Get, get, go serve yourself. Like, um, so Fallon was the bigger person and went and did it for her. But I also do have to say Fallon wins best costume also. Okay. Fallon's costume was sick. Really cool. I would just say that I might have gone with a different costume 
if I was in her position where nobody knows who I am or what I look like on the show, (laughs) because the thing is like, I feel like for me and probably for a lot of people watching Fallon is still a little bit of like a rando because we've just seen her like mixed in a few scenes. And so like, I would, (laughs) she should have gone the Porsche route. (laughs) If I was in that position, I would have done a cool costume, but something where you could still like see my face. (laughs) Yeah. Like that being said, I, th- I let's talk about the costumes. We have I thought, to, okay, yes. Fallon did great. Candy, oh Candy's my god, that costume makeup was insane. But to be honest, I she would looked be like an so, avatar character. Oh my god, it was so sick. But I would be so fucking pissed if I showed up like as detailed as Candy was, and oh my there, god, yeah, there was no one there. Like that's I. It. I loved <laughs> Portia's energy. That she's like, if this party is going to be this lame, I'm glad my. <laughs> costumes from party city because like why would i put effort into it i totally agree um i people thought... are so judgmental though too everyone in their professionals like i expected more from portia but like portia's head was in the right place she's like i'm going cynthia's, to someone's house no cynthia's hand sanitizer costume was cute nothing yeah. it, nothing special on theme on theme you know um kenya 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 i just yep. I don't understand. To be honest, I wish that Bravo would have like vetoed that costume because it just is like icky. Like what like I know this is not this is not like a direct comparison, but on RuPaul's Drag Race every season they do this challenge called the Snatch Game where everyone mm-hmm. does like a celebrity impersonation character. Yeah. And I know people have said that the producers will like tell some contestants that they can't do like they have to get their characters approved basically. Okay. So if something is going to be like problematic or cause a problem, they will tell them to choose something else. And I almost wish that they would do that for housewives costumes. Cause it's like, I know like, obviously the headpiece was very large. Was obviously very these large. women like do problematic shit sometimes, but it's like, I don't even really want to watch Kenya for 20 minutes in that headdress. And I, I was glad that Portia and Drew called it out, but it's just like, Really? One of the thing one of the other things I didn't like about that is that she tried to claim herself as a Native American warrior, which yeah, it that was just, didn't make sense. Yeah, it was just like we're not doing Native American costumes in, in 2020. It's not a thing. Um I oh Drew looked cute too. Drew looked nice. I don't well, I thought it was so I mean, listen, cats are cats are a very mean Halloween thing but the fact that there were three cats and also two mermaids like oh no wait medusa and and she wasn't a mermaid but (laughs) i was like wait a second she wasn't a mermaid um but i thought that the the fact there were three cats was very funny and they were like three different you know vibes there was like the the no effort cat the cats the musical cat and then the like cgi cat with candy's outfit so like (laughs) cgi Okay, but getting getting into the the uh, the drama at this party. So we already talked a little bit about Latoya's conversations with Kenya and Portia, neither of which go according to plan for Latoya. I think, like I was saying, I think she just is kind of stuck in a place where she's alienated pretty much everyone, mm-hmm. and so it's hard. You know, she's kind of like, "What can I do?" And they're like, "Nothing." Like we don't want. Like I don't. Nobody cares about their relationship with LaToya enough to really put effort into fixing it. Right. And she also, though, got up abruptly and was like, I'm leaving. This is boring. And I was like, that is so rude. Like the 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 owner, the 
host is sitting at the table with you, but you can already tell Latoya and Fallon, like, they're not friends and they don't get along. So, like, she didn't care what she was going to say. But right. that was so rude. Like, you're hosting a party and there's people there, like, and you're leaving because you're bored? No, you're leaving because you're fighting with everyone that's there. That seems so, to be it. Right. So, Latoya is saying that she's going to go. Can it was weird because it felt like everybody was leaving and then all of a sudden everyone was back and outside. And so Kenya or Latoya and Fallon kind of start going at it while Latoya is like sitting in the car and she's kind of like yelling these things at Fallon. And, you know, they're talking about her husband being old and like all of this stuff. And the comment that kind of, you know, really sets things off, at least from my perspective was when, she said something about having three kids and Latoya was like, yeah, by three different baby daddies, which is just not good. Mm -mm. Not the place to go ever, especially when you're in this heightened situation, you know, people have been drinking. I assume it's just like never going to go well. And all of a sudden, what difference does that make? Like why, why are you using that? She's rich. Who cares? Why are you using that as a dig against someone? And but the other, (laughs) she was saying other really gross things. Like it was below, way below, below the belt. And then all of a sudden, Fallon just starts running like she's, you know, (laughs) Usain Bolt or something. (gasps) Basically, she wants, you know, she wants to get at Latoya, and she runs through the kitchen like, like on a security camera, like you would watch someone running away. And she is all of a sudden in the garage trying to grab a golf club. When Mm -hmm. I saw her, when I saw the golf club, I was like taken aback. I could not believe that that was what was happening. And security is just like trying to rip the golf club out of her hands. It doesn't matter the size of some of these housewives. Fallon's very small, but these small ones are mighty. So it took like Mm -hmm. two security people to like get her to calm down, especially when you're enraged like that. But um, when she ran by the table, I and they replayed it. I was laughing so hard because Portia did like a like a double take, and she was like, "Fallon ran by me so fast. The only time way I knew it was her is because she left a snake on the floor." <laughs> she looked like the Flash, like seriously, she, and, and you could so tell weird. she she slowed down on the turn because she was like skidding a little. And <laughs> <laughs> she would have like slammed into the kitchen counter. So <gasps> oh so wild. God. <laughs> that th- it was just such a weird end of the episode because the party was so low energy. There was no music, there was no dancing, there was no kind of like drunken antics. And then all of a sudden, there's this fight happening outside, and we have like a slow motion car crash of like Fallon and Latoya wanting to fight each other, and nothing uh, nothing ends up happening. Like Fallon basically gets carried upstairs by her <laughs> the, husband, the crew, yeah. or the I don't know. And it was just such a bizarre end to the episode because it's like, wait, what yeah. just happened? All the ladies were like, I think we should go. <laughs> like, I, I guess they're like, because the hostess has been carried upstairs, <laughs> I guess the party's over. I'm really curious to see what's going to play out with that because we know we're going to see Fallon again. Like she's, she's like, especially now, I don't know if this brought her in more or if this is going to be like yeah. it, but I, I know, just. I know she like filmed at the end of the season more but i don't know like if they were really trying to bring her into the cast or if she just kind of like showed up and started shit yeah i also yeah i also want to know what's going to play out with latoya because like you know these women are there to like protect each other too and i know that they're not going to be pleased with the things latoya was saying that you can even see they were taken back they were like what is 
right and this this kind of behavior it might get latoya more screen time or something but it's not going to make anyone in the group want to be on her side anymore you know because i don't think anyone in the group is super close with fallon either but latoya just seems like somebody who's too volatile to really like be on their side fallon is portia's friend i believe yeah, I mean, I guess she's, like, friends with a few people, but I don't think anyone's really, like, ride or die for Fallon or LaToya, which is, you know, not a great place Shoot. to be in. Yeah. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Spring has sprung, and that means it is time for some spring cleaning. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring ones, make sure you are using Ibotta to get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items, from groceries to beauty supplies to toys, so you can make sure you're shopping smarter, not harder, no matter what you are purchasing. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of a spring wardrobe refresh, a new warm weather bedding set, or a flight for that summer getaway you've been eyeing. Other apps, they give you points that don't amount to much. But with Ibotta, you just add your offers in the app, upload your receipt, and you get real cash that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers, including all your favorite grocery stores, Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying by using the code MENTION when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use code MENTION. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use code MENTION. Okay, let's let's quickly talk about Married to Medicine a little bit. Um, this episode, we had Anila's big rocky dinner party which was fun to see everyone uh in their outfits and we got some shade there we had miss quad coming back for a scene with heavenly first i want to talk about heavenly um doing a smile makeover for this woman who i remember when this happened last summer she got punched or hit by a police officer at a black lives matter protest and her one of her teeth was knocked out and um somebody reached out to heavenly and on social media she was like I'm going to give you a smile makeover for free. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was great to see this on the show. So, so emotional to, to put that in. I'm glad we got to see it. Yeah. She said she flew her out to, from uh, wait, from LA or to LA. I can't remember from, no, from, from LA. Well, they're in Atlanta. I don't yeah, know. <laughs> so from LA, but that was really nice. She like heard, like she like let her tell her story to her first. And she was like, I'm, this is like my, gift to you because you were there fighting for us so now i'm giving back and like you deserve this which i i agree i think that was really beautiful and um just the powers of social media as usual i know i like i like seeing we get a whole kind of montage at the beginning of this episode of the doctors you know kind of talking about the the stress that the pandemic has put on them and i like that we're seeing kind of um snippets of that obviously we don't want to watch a show that's like 
just about, you know, being doctors. That's not kind of the main point, but especially in this time, I like that they're including, you know, cause it really does feel real. And on a lot of these shows, we're almost trying to talk about the pandemic as little as possible and make mm-hmm. it seem normal. And I like that because they all work in healthcare, it's like, it's not normal and we can't really pretend that it is. Right. And the, the important part of that was the timestamps that they were showing. Oh like God. each one I of them never. was like 3 a.m., 4 a.m., 5 a.m. Like they were on the end of, or the beginning of their 12 to 16 hour shifts. Like it's, it's crazy. Right. Jackie's delivering babies at three in the morning. I, yeah, she, she basically was like, people don't stop having sex. So the babies are going to continue to come. It is. <laughs> I, I like that this show kind of I mean, these people, obviously, they're like reality stars or whatever. But, you know, these people are working for real in hospitals and clinics and stuff. And it's it's fun to see um, kind of a little more of that side. Uh, but back on the, you know, shady reality side, we have Quad showing up at Heavenly's house. And they're in her three-story closet, which I loved. I loved hearing Quad talk about Heavenly style because this is something that has come up in past seasons. How Heavenly doesn't have the best fashions, and <laughs> you know, I don't know if anyone really needs a three-story closet, but I Mary would definitely. Does. Mary oh, does. true. Mary Cosby has like a one-story closet that is just like the size of a football field. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I would definitely agree that that Heavenly is probably not the person who needs a three-story closet. But you know. It, she it, she just wants what Toya doesn't have. Yeah, but she also Quad was saying how she, maybe she has the three story closet because it wasn't a closet; it was just part of the house, and she made it. it. She needed the space, like just to fill it. And I was like, "That's not, you know, that could be it. That could." I be- mean, you have to walk up a like tiny spiral staircase to get to the third floor. Clearly, they need it. They were like going in the roof or something. Yeah, <laughs> in the attic. <laughs> um, I. No, I, I like seeing that. And, you know, Quad is a married to med OG. I like that she's still around. We didn't see her for the first couple episodes of the season. And she is clearly coming in to um, plant some shady seeds about Toya and how she uh, begged, borrowed, and stole to get her house, are her words. Um, I'm really curious to see how we're going to kind of develop that plot line over the season because when, um, when Heavenly brings up Quad at Anila's party later... Toya's like, wait, what? Like, why are we talking about quad? Well, also the thing is, like, these are the things I, like, don't like about, like, production and whatever. When when, uh, she gave quad the phone to show her the video of Toya, she was like, well, when was this? And she's like, a few months ago. Like, she's had (laughs) to have seen the video since then. Like, come on. We've seen them do that a handful of times on these shows where there's, like, something they said on a podcast or something they said in an interview or a specific tweet from like during the off season. And it's funny that it's like, if these two were actually friends, they would have discussed this like six months ago. Right. You know, uh, I, if it moves the story forward, I'm for it and whatever. (laughs) Yeah. I, and then we, we, I loved seeing the, um, rocky dinner i guess celebration and also the meaning of what it is like anila said that she never got to do this because she had a sister and it's really about a brother and a sister and i thought that was really beautiful i love seeing like different um celebrations and just what's the word i'm looking for um like different cultures culture no but yeah 
Oh my god, I can't think of I can't think of like the the word I'm looking for. Oh my god, this is so bad. Um, customs, traditions, custom traditions. Yes, that. Like I <laughs> love seeing traditions from different cultures because we are really going through it today. <laughs> it's just like it, you're learning about all of different things and like what people do and. Yeah. I thought it wasn't the time or place for an argument of sorts that occurred, but you know. Well, the weird thing is that Anila, it's Anila's event, and she was totally the one that brought this about because earlier in the evening, she was talking to Contessa and being like, I would love for you to work your stuff out with Toya. And she was like, please don't. Yeah. And then they sit down for dinner, and Anila's like, So, Contessa and Toya, what's up? <laughs> But I also didn't, the one thing I disagreed with Anila was, cause I didn't, I didn't have a problem with her inviting Contessa, although other people did. They were like, why is she invited? Like, what made you invite her? But I had a problem with her in the middle of dinner being like, your guys's problem is not that deep. And it's like, that's not for you to say, you don't know like how it's affecting each of them and really what happened. But uh, yeah, it's, it's always I mean, kind of like what we're talking about with LaToya, it's always tough when a new cast member comes in and kind of tries to, like, fix a problem that clearly has existed long before they were around. It's like, mm -hmm. it's one thing to kind of, you know, figure out what's going on and get involved if it's appropriate. But for you to be like, okay, guys, like, I know I basically just met you, but, like, it's time to put this three-year feud to rest. It's like, actually, you don't really have the context right. to... To make but that call. Should we really quick recap what the issue actually is? And it's just about taking her, like, Contessa <laughs> not taking off. her shoes off at Toya's house, which, <sighs> listen, they, on Watch It Happens Live last night, they said, like, if you're at someone's house, especially during COVID, and that's their one rule, just, like, take your shoes off. And also, this brings us back to Dr. Tiffany Moon. That's her rule. Take your shoes off at someone's house. I feel like this is a major, it's not about the pasta moment where like <laughs> the, what the fight is about is Isn't not what actually what about. the fight yes. is about. Yep. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, I know, like, I know you haven't seen all the seasons, but like mm -hmm. Toya and Contessa have not gotten along for it, a long time. Right. And they're, they're two of those people where, you know, they kind of have their ebbs and flows where they're like, quote unquote, fine with each other but they just don't like each other and I think that that's the problem sometimes on these shows is people act like everyone in the group needs to get along and if there are two people who don't like each other that's like something that needs to be fixed and it's like at a certain point like some people just don't care right. for each other and that's right. fine and you know Toya says that she's fine with Contessa I think she's like kind of you know lying to us a little bit but it's like these two they don't need to be friends like it's, they don't it's okay. but as contessa is getting is up leaving like freaking out like toy is just sitting there sipping her drink smiling and i was oh, like God. oh girl like but I, then contessa like is not the best at um keeping cool in these situations but it's like <laughs> it's like you both need to just like reel it in a little bit i get it like but she was uncomfortable so she could have Done, did what she did, which is just wanting to leave, which is normal. Or she could have been like, can we just not talk about this right now and just enjoy Anila's beautiful dinner like that we're here for? But I couldn't see that happening. But then Anila's mother got involved because she just wanted 
Contessa to sit and stay and come and like, you know, relax. And I was like, oh gosh, not the mom, not the mom. Anila's mom is a lot. I could already tell. <laughs> yeah. I mean, her whole family, when she, when they came in, when her parents arrived and came in, I was like, oh man, I love this energy. I love With this the, family. With the t- giant Tupperwares of food. She her wants husband. Dr. She wants Dr. Kieran to do her plastic surgery. You know, it's a lot of energy. He was like, yeah, you should know. She was basically like, what kind of plastic surgery do you do? Do you, can you fix my face? He goes, yeah, I've been in this family for 10 years. So this is definitely something you should be fully aware about. I loved that. But yeah, this party was, and then I felt bad because, um, Anila was like, not at my event. Like this is not happening at my event, but like it did. And also I feel like it, I'm like sad, but it like took away from, you know, what it was about. But now, like, I don't know. It it was just very weird because I feel like now that is what the main event was and it didn't settle. It didn't, nothing happened. Like it made it worse. I don't know what's going to come from this. We'll see what happens in the future. But this was a fun episode. I like talking about both of these shows. There's so many interesting dynamics. In the meantime... We will be back on Thursday. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches, and just be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. 